If you love what we do, then please consider supporting Cryptfail on Patreon. Your support helps us grow and to create more content more often. And now, on with the show. Is, is yep. the door open again? Alright, so Terence is going to walk through, uh, gently pulling the other two in behind him. And he's like, Mala, we're here. And you walk in, and you see a skeleton is sitting on the sofa, and there is a laptop open on a table in front of it, and the head clicks as it turns to look at you, and it goes... It hisses at us? Yep, it is. It's okay, Cypher. <laughs> Wrong channel oh. to roll. Damn it. <laughs> Cypher, it's okay. Cypher's let go of both of your hands. Terrence <laughs> does not let go of Cypher's hand. Oh, okay. So she tries to dart away. <laughs> Cypher's trying to run away. Contested strength roll. <laughs> Is this contested strength? It, I'm joking. This Do you want to roll for this? I will roll for this. Cypher is significantly um, smaller than Terrence. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I've also got her other hand, and I assume I would still be holding on to it, too. Yep, so the, she's really struggling to try and get away. Just, just <laughs> Terrence will like place himself bodily in between her and the skeleton and go, It's okay. And Marla walks in. Oh, hi, Terry. So you're Dylan? What the hell? Seriously? How many times have I told you, you can't come in here and use my laptop? No, I don't care if the Wi-Fi is garbage in the graveyard. You made more than enough money over Halloween doing the haunted house gig. Don't be lazy. Get a better connection with it. Now shoo. Shoo. He gets up and starts shuffling his bits of his long coat and that's dripping. Come on, man. Dropping bits of death everywhere? You know that's so hard to get out of my carpet. Go on. Go on. Get. Get. Seriously, you don't listen to me. I have to say three or four times a week. Don't let me fall down on the ground. Clean up first. Take a new coat. Put it in a street when covered in aura. Terrence starts shuffling the girls towards the the kitchen and and away from the hissing skeleton. <laughs> Named what's his name? How the Dylan. Fuck, Dylan. How the fuck can it hiss? It's got it's no Cipher. Cipher, it's okay. He's leaving. It's fine. What the hell were you looking at? That's not right, Dylan. Dylan, that's not right. <laughs> she closes the laptop. <laughs> Those skeletons. I don't know what to do with them. They're like children and pets. I mean, you can always salt your doorways. <sighs> they are unbelievable. Just pretend they can't hear you. So, how can I help you? Well, uh, Terrence kind of lifts the, the suitcase box he's got, and he puts it on the kitchen table. And she comes over and puts coffee in front of each of you, and it's been made with heavy cream, and there is a really cool skull face floating in from the shape of the cream. Ah, cool. Oh, you've been taking barista classes. That's awesome. Terry, I am awesome. Coffee is the fundamental essence of the universe. Might as well make something pretty with it. Seems so. 
That's that's art right there. Oh, um small request. Do you have any whiskey? And she opens a cupboard and there's some whiskey. Uh some for our frightened girly here. Might calm her down. And she passes it to Ren. Who will pour some into Cypher's coffee? Gave it to the wrong person. Ren doesn't know how much alcohol to put in coffee. Just pour some. Mm -hmm. Uh, Terrence gently reaches one finger over and kind of presses down on the neck of the bottle for a little bit longer than Ren would have otherwise, and then lets go. Just on the corner of the cup so it doesn't mess up the art. Mm. Should I try it? Irish coffee? If you want. Yeah, I don't know. It'll put hairs on your chest. I don't know that I want that. Terrence takes the whiskey bottle and he pours like a third of a shot in Ren's cup. Okay. Marla walks into the other room and then comes back with a leather leather bound book. Well, while you were away, I was doing a little bit of research. Firstly, the language. Well, I kept having this feeling that this thing was focusing its power inward, back on itself, which is unusual. They nearly always are focusing outward. As I played with that riddle, it made me think it was trying to keep something within. The language itself is very old. And those two symbols, the first one, when I looked at it originally, roughly translates as 12, and the second has 11. And it seems that they're all connected to a language. That's Hermetic and something called Prisca Theologia, which was an alternate deity, a very old ideology, alchemy, astrology, theology. There were very old ideas and ideals all wrapped together. It started as good, and somewhere I think a demon was able to insert itself into the mythology and corrupt it. And I also found the cult of Kraken was part of a large cabal called the Penumbra. Know what a Penumbra is? Um. No, I haven't. It's it's familiar, but I haven't been reading Latin a whole lot lately. It is a shaded outer area of a shadow. Funny you say that. How many shadows attacked us last night? Um, a bunch. At least five. I don't remember. There were a lot. Like ten, maybe? Eleven? When we went to go do this job to deliver this artifact to the the white brothers a bunch of shadows poured out of the woodworks and they got our employer and they dusted him she gets up and she goes and comes back with a another old looking leather bound book hmm. this is sort of a Monster Manual. The Infernal Encyclopedia of Unpleasant Creatures, it's called. Written by Victor Carnston quite some time ago. He's a bit of an idiot, but he does meander his way to a conclusion in the end. Shadows exist where the light does not shine, and the dark is darkest from the trails that no one has ever been. They do not look, they will not see, and can see the forest for the trees. Well, thanks for that, Victor. Imbecile. This is more useful. Shadows come from the cracks between reality, sometimes called upon by powerful mage, sometimes split by a mage into himself or herself into pieces, becoming lesser and lesser each time, but most often tied to a demon. Be reasoned with. They tend to sound like whispers when they communicate. 
not pick up anything, but will suck your life force if they touch you. Difficult to destroy and they dislike sunlight. They are essentially unlife, which is why they can drain you of yours. They're all the doubt, lack of confidence, sorrow, embarrassment, self-loathing. All those elements of ourselves that we like the least. It is the genesis of these creatures' DNA. I also found a quote. Richard the Lionheart tried to eradicate occult orders in his time. And one was shadows tonight have struck more terror to the soul of Richard than the substance of 10,000 soldiers. Alright, that idol thing has one of those shadow creatures in it. The shadows are the servants. Deadly minions to do thy master's bidding. Of hell they may be, but they are not worthy of the effort required to trap something in that idol. There is something in that idol, Terry. Something that wants to escape. Well, if it... If the symbols carved on the statue mean 11 and 12, does that not mean that there's... 1112 of them in there? Well, the number was descending like a spiral staircase. Like that? Don't know why. Seems ominous. Oh. Oh no. What? Does, does that idol function as a kind of holding cell, like a, like a pocket dimension? Like a prison. Uh, could, um, could in, in theory a practicing street musician say accidentally pluck a prisoner out of there with a summoning circle there was a lot of power behind this enterprise out it carry two suppositions to do one a being was put in there and one which very much desires to escape at this time, possibly voluntarily. Another option is a being was imprisoned there, trapped. It is possible that the circle only had the power to contain it as long as they could. In this case, 4,000 years, which is quite a long time, I admit. When the markings reach zero, whatever is within could be absconding, and it won't be pleasant. Very good. Mages don't really do this sort of thing. No. Um something else we came here to talk about you you remember those months when when i stayed here with you after the fire of course i do terry cypher here has seen a lot uh she's not coping well do you have any advice for her for us to help her get through it and she goes over to cypher and gently (coughs) touches her chin and looks slightly hypnotically into her eyes. Would Cypher like to resist or is she just going to let her scan her? <laughs> <sighs> oh, what the hell? My microphone wasn't working. I was like going <laughs> and I wasn't picking it up. It's too high pitched. Yeah, as soon as she's, soon as she's like touched her underneath the chin, she's like <laughs> she's like her earphones are blasting music at the moment, so she's just looking up at Marla. Like she's got her head down, but she's like looking up. <laughs> Ren's still hanging onto her hand, and your hand's probably getting very sore at the moment. <laughs> That's fine. Strength well on Ren's hand. <laughs> yeah, see if it's crushed. Resisting what? Uh, she's scanning you, essentially. 
well, she doesn't understand what's going on, so... Like, there's a faint touch on your mind, but it's not aggressive, it doesn't hurt. Okay. But you don't you don't quite know what it is because She's remembering. you're not a mage. So, for you, it's it's like memories are sort of coming... Yeah. Uh, so, like, all the memories that of, like, um, Sally and the guy and Mr. Book and... Yeah. Yeah, any essentially anything. Like, yeah, it's just it's so. I mean, for you, it's hard to like. Cherry would know if it was happening to 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 him, or he'd be he could sort of go, okay, I know what she's doing. Yours just mm. it's slightly distracting because it's sort of like the best way to describe the scan is like when you're just sitting there doing whatever, and you suddenly get a remember something that you're not thinking about specifically at that time. It just sort of pops into your head. That's sort of happening a lot. There's a lot of different different things, but it's really quick. It's sort of not trying because although you don't know what she's doing, she's sort of trying to get to the root of what's, or at least not necessarily the root, but she's trying to find out what's in in your head. So there's a lot of um, yep. But for you, it's yep. a lot of I, thoughts are just sort of popping one from the next sort of thing. So it depends mm-hmm. if that distracts you from anything else then you probably wouldn't resist because you've got all these thoughts going and, and Cypher's be just like from one thought to the next. But how far back she yep. can go in that, I'll, I'll allow you to resist if you want to resist. I will tell you exactly how far. Uh, I'm not telling Emily. I'm telling you. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, I was accidentally... I, I started typing to you. Um, oh. <laughs> past that, yeah, past that, she might, you know, she'd probably have okay. to be a little bit more forceful. Well, that's still a decent amount of time. So she sort of, and then she sort of lets you go after a few seconds, and she sits back down. There's a maelstrom of dark deeds and an inequality of light. Your friend is not exactly untouched by the evils of the world, and she drinks too much. I got that much. Yeah. She is running, figuratively speaking. She is trying to escape herself. Her deeds and those she has witnessed. And she hasn't found the safety of the garden gate. I will say, in the last couple of years, since finding Mr. Fennyman, and now you and Ren, that is probably the most stable environment she's had in many a year. Ants looks, like, kind of horrified, and he's like, our lifestyle. Far more than the cadence which existenced for her before that time. Dancing with the employment of shadows offers choice of loss rather than warmth of gain. That's where the money is. Well, ambition's debt is being paid in Cypher. That too. Like peering through a downpour, Cypher's drinking is trying to place a veil over the pain. Only, its only outcome can be one of protracted failure. That crutch has many cracks and is only bidding it's time to break. Well, um, as, as much as I'd like to encourage her to slow down a little bit, I don't think AA meetings would help her at this point. This girl needs help, but the drinking is a symbol, not the language. What kind of help? I mean, Terrence, like, raises his hands and looks at them and then looks at Mala. I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm not even a medical practitioner in the magical sense. Her view of time is like a raft lost at sea. It's drifting. How she sees time is being shaped by the memories. The dreams, the past bringing itself to the present. The present being pushed away like a friend no longer wanted. 
She does not know how to defend her battlements against the evils that she has experienced and are now bashing against the castle defenses. So she fled, but eventually the past reaches the present. All right, so we need to figure out what she needs to cope. What I needed was a weird cemetery retreat for three months, or what I needed anyway. Um, any insight onto what she might need? He kind of looks at Cypher and then realizes that she can't hear anything he's saying. He didn't notice her put on her <laughs> headphones, really. And he kind of frowns a little bit, but doesn't do anything to try and make her listen. She needs a potion, if you will. A concoction of environment that is built on belief of family. A drop of a bard where she can express herself. Talk. Not of a mundane prattle, but of the shadows that linger just out of sight. I am willing to do what I can, but it is different for Cypher than it was for you. You are a magical practitioner. There's a myriad of tasks that you were to do. Focuses, meditations, practice, to focus your mind away from the trauma. The library could be cataloged. There are more than 5,000 books and tunes covering the full spectrum of magic and the occult. But she's a bottle that is preparing to shatter. No, I have an idea though. What's your idea? Well, Cypher's very techy, right? Uh-huh. Well, we could do a group project. We could build a virtual library. But Cypher's not gonna wanna spend time here. Well, that's why it's virtual. Uh. Like, like, for her, she could do a deep dive to do it and, like, our equivalent would be like one of those crazy VR headsets, or it could be a house, or or a mansion. It could it could be literally anything. We would just build it together. Same kind of exercises, different environment. It kind of shrugs at Mala. Hmm. Five thousand books of the Imperium of the Unknown. And I'm sure she'd have fun putting all the security measures in place that nobody could get in without proper say so. Terence kind of taps Cypher on the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Cypher's looking at Terence. He points at his ears. Cypher's looking at Terence's ears. <laughs> he rolls his eyes and he points at her headset. You can't... Uh, there's no point in saying you can't hear us because you can't hear us. <laughs> she takes off her... Uh, with her left hand, she takes off her... Uh, slides the one side of the headset um, behind her left ear. How do you feel about some therapeutic virtual reality sorting? Therapy? No. Therapeutic. Building a virtual reality version of the library. Uh, what library? Huh? 5,000 books. That's about... That's about... What, a terabyte and a half? Mm. Um... As far as creating assets? Or are we talking about putting in the virtual reality, the environment, the books, and all the information contained within the box. Yes. That one. And the security to not let anybody just wander in because they want to. Oh. And then security mm-hmm. on top mm-hmm. of that. Yep. And we have a remote access or local access. Probably just local access. So local access will make things a lot easier. Yeah. But the information within the box, 
that's going to take like forever. Well, I mean, we can help. Maybe. It's not a time-sensitive project. It's something we would do to relax on our off days. You know, for those times when we have six weeks of time between jobs. Hmm. Always. Oh. Yeah. I suppose I got too much time to think. I think that's the point. Terrence oh, I looks to. confused and worried at that sentence. Oh, Mala. Maybe Mala can say something about that. I have... One last question for you, Mala. Yes, Terry? Do you know if there's any boarding houses near here? Looking for a place to reside? Several in the area. It seems that skeletons and the undead are not elements that raise property values. For who? Well, for me. And for either of you two, if you want to join in. Hmm. My closet's getting a little bit big for the rest of my apartment, so... And I mean, if I could rent out an entire house... If I had some roommates to help me pay the rent, it would be cheaper for all of us in the end, wouldn't it? Mm, I can't. That's fair. See? This cipher gets, has a grin on her face. What cipher? You are a vampire. <laughs> I'm uh, not a vampire cipher. Why does not being able to share a house with Terry make me a vampire? For reasons. For reasons. For reasons. What reasons? Alright, then, Cypher, does that mean you're gonna be my roommate, otherwise you're a vampire? Does it have a secret... A secret... She needs her secret room. We can definitely build one. Um. Customizable computer secret room behind a bookcase. Sure. I mean, it's not like I need the space, but I just need the the space for my computer room sure and I can you don't need the space you just need the space and my toys there'll be chicken for you to raid from the fridge instead of the neighbor's house vampire and Marla leans over and kisses Ren for a moment she is most definitely not one of the night she does not taste like one what do vampires taste like <laughs> I like how Ren's just like, what just happened? Ash. Ash? Huh. Today is still very confusing. The cipher is looking so confused. <laughs> like, looking at Ren. Looking at Mala, looking at Ren. Terrence grins and says, I told to her cipher. I wasn't a vampire. I told you Mala was friendly. <laughs> very friendly, apparently. <laughs> Terrence chuckles a bit, and he's like, all right, it's not exactly a walking distance from uh, Cornerstones, but I have a beautiful new Impala now, Mala. I have an Impala. How did you manage to afford a mortar? It's true. I inherited it. Death. So, in a way, I guess we did get paid? That is a form of currency. I didn't. Cypher, what is it? Can I lick the side of your face? I... Yes, I, uh, uh. <laughs> You're right. She doesn't taste like a vampire at all. How do you know what a vampire tastes like? Why is this? You'd think 
you'd think yesterday would have been weirder than today, what with the whole people disintegrating and then shadow things, and yet today is somehow much stranger. If you're a vampire, you would have tasted like ash. That's what Mala said, but why would you know what a vampire tastes like? Or are you just going off of what she said? Because that's what Mala said. Okay, great. So you thought she was lying? Okay, so the potential scenario where you have to lick my face is that she's telling the truth about what a vampire tastes like, but lying that I taste like ash. Terrence sips his coffee. Grinning. She tastes complicated. Who? Ren is. I am or you are? Uh, Ren. I didn't know if she was talking about Ren or Cypher. (laughs) Obviously, Marla was talking about Ren. You, you dummy. Not complicated. You are very complicated. Now that you're not a vampire, I don't know what you are. (laughs) I, I wasn't ever a vampire, to my knowledge. At least she thought I was a nice vampire. Terrence kind of looks down at his coffee and he says, not all of them. Yeah, sorry, Cypher. Not a vampire. And be thankful for the dawn. <sighs> well, now that I know how to tell a vampire from... Well, don't just go licking everybody, Cypher. Well, if that's the sure way to tell someone if they're a vampire. You know, I think one of the first books we can work on in the library is the one about vampires. How about that? Cool. There's an entire section, I think, but there's one specifically about how to tell them from other folk. Does it say you should lick them? Probably. But there's other methods as well. Cypher's got a big grin on her face. I'm glad you're happy now. I have to admit, it is a very unusual technique Cypher uses. And not one I've ever seen used before. You're the one who started it off by kissing. Well, uh... Terrence, Terrence is blushing a little bit because he's he's read that particular book. He's like, well, you, you know how vampires can be? They they get all up in y- in your uh, bedroom. What? <gasps> um, Stakes, crosses, they're not a guarantee for your life, especially the cross. It's not actually the cross that matters. It's the faith behind it. If you don't have faith, it is merely a piece of wood. I could have shown Ren a cross, but being dead, I lost my faith. And I mean, I I wouldn't have cared much either way. And not all vampires are allergic to garlic. Nor the running water. That has always been a myth. Vampires can travel quite easily when the desire is upon them. It's just today's weird. You ran out of bottled sunlight? We were just outside. I've been in sunlight already. I've been in sunlight, like, all the time. Oh, there's a question. Are there enchantments that can protect a vampire from sunlight? Yes. They have over the eons worked hard to ensure their survival. They are one of the most cunning, powerful, and dangerous villains that ever existed. Far worse in reality than in literature. Well, now that we've determined forever that I'm not a vampire, Cypher will have to come up with some new bizarre theory. Then I'm definitely, definitely not one, because I nearly died yesterday, and I was not powerful at all. I'm not what I am by choice. So. Makes sense. Is any banshee a banshee by choice? Marla, with a handwriting honed from centuries, writes down the address for Gaswain, 
a well-known mage in Seattle. She then passes it across the table to Terry. Alright. Uh, just, do you think the White Brothers have the power to keep it locked away and safe? They are very secure, but they would be looking into this as well, having almost been touched by it. Their instinct for survival will be battling their instinct of greed. <sighs> I was really hoping to get at least paid for this one. Like I always sell the Impala. No. I mean, it's just I mean, a car, and we've got George. We, we've got the we've got the stuff in the trunk of the Impala. We can send. It's a it's a big gasling, 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 <laughs> and, and it's only got two doors. Well, if it's only the two of us rooming in that boarding house, it won't be a problem. Oh, well, that is true, but don't you have to park it on the street? Not if we get that boarding house. Where is a boarding house? It sounds really weird. It's an old-style house that the people who own rent out to, to people who cannot afford to buy a house like us. But isn't that what we're doing already? We're just renting places? But you're renting separate apartments. Terry's saying you could share a house and split the rent, and then you get more space, and I don't know. You could get some chickens or something. For real? I don't know. Oh, a boarding house would have a backyard. We'd have to talk to to the landlord about chickens, but possible we could go there right now if you like oh or i could go home and start packing (laughs) well you have to find a place to move to before you pack oh (laughs) don't get ahead of yourself (laughs) it's nice you're excited but terrence Terrence is chuckling a bit and he's like we could we could go do that next (laughs) ha 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 sorry jim um (laughs) (laughs) What? There is one thing about your friend. What friend? Cypher. Oh. Her vision is often focused on where she has been and not on where she is going. She expects someone to be there. She is afraid of that thing. She wants both to find and yet not to be found. Huh. That's fair. I could not see beyond that veil. A lot of her mind is on this individual. Terrence looks very seriously from Mala to Cypher and he's like, well... Whatever, and whoever it is, I'll be there to help her through it. Cypher's looking over her shoulder. <laughs> Cypher, it's not <laughs> literal. It doesn't matter. Maybe you'd feel better with some chickens. Well, if we do find a boarding house that is close to here and affordable and allows chickens, I'll have more access to the library theoretically and I can get back to proper studying I could put some decent wards down the adversary is not a mage so wards would be effective I can try and break in and test the locks for you let's try and find the place first um Mala can we leave this in your care until we get some stuff sorted out and figure out who this Giswain person is. And he gestures at the box with the idol in it. You may. Thank you. And he gets up, having finished his coffee. Cypher stands up. 
Yeah. Ran well, too. Wanna go look at that boarding house? It's gotta be cheap. It's close to a cemetery. You're gonna make Cypher not want to live there. Cypher's eyes are getting a bit wide and worried. Cypher, the cemetery is safe. Very quiet neighbors, Cypher. And I can make you some charms to ward away uh, spirits that you don't like, I guess. Mm, oh, um, oh, okay. Terence shrugs apologetically at Mala. <laughs> she smiles. And and Terence will uh, hold Cypher's hand again and they will head out. He's like, we'll be back. Thank you, Mala. I hope to see you again, Wen. And she winks. But you get the sense that she's teasing you. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be back. <laughs> Cypher is blank. Very confused. What are you confused Already about? I forgot what happened, eh? Hey. Mala kissed Ren. I know, right? And apparently I taste complicated. Whatever that means. It's a hint. It's a hint? A hint about what? <laughs> Obviously what you really are. <laughs> what? Am I? I'm a person, Cypher. Exactly. I'm a human. <laughs> Marla, Marla was giving me a hint. Cypher, I promise you 100% right now I am a human. That doesn't mean you're not complicated. Yeah, but what does that... What, how does somebody taste complicated is all I want to know. I don't know. Well, you tasted fine to me. Thanks. If anything, I'd taste like permanent markers since you licked my well, face. actually, you would taste like uh, makeup remover. <laughs> True. True. Originally, that's what I was going to do. <laughs> Why? Just because I thought... Originally, I was just going to feel your pulse and go, oh, she's got a pulse and I'm a vampire. <laughs> but then I thought, oh, no, but, but she dated a vampire that she didn't know was a vampire, so... To do this, but then she's like, "Yeah, it doesn't taste like one. It tastes tastes like permanent <laughs> marker." But then, in a way, this, but in the same way, the scene was sort of serious, so I didn't go there. I thought, "Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll, I won't." Yeah, but that's sort of originally when I went. Okay, that was the thought. I thought oh, yeah, like, <laughs> yep, that is yep. complicated. But then Maybe. it was that is very complicated. Ren's just having a weird day. Very weird. Very weird two days. Yes, strange two days. And this one's somehow stranger, despite there being no weird ghost shadows stabbing. So, um, Terrence is walking down the street in the direction that Mala indicated there was some boarding houses that were, uh, open for rent. Yep, and you'd find maybe three different ones of... Most a uh, two-bedroom, three-bedroom. And they'd all go through a, a local realtor. All right. <laughs> Is it being sold by Dr. Becca? <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> that means we're about to get a really good deal. Damn. Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Because she's an excellent doctor, but a fool of real estate. She bought them <laughs> near a graveyard that actually has skeletons. And now nobody wants <laughs> to skeletons buy Skeletons that try and leech off other people's Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> yeah, leech off my Wi-Fi, you <laughs> bastards. <laughs> Cypher's going to have a real problem with uh, Dylan, I think. <laughs> she is! <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. 
she's got a. You don't even know what he was watching or looking up. I left it completely ambiguous for a very good yep. reason. Uh-huh. Like I think I think Cypher's going to have a real problem with Dylan, not in the sense that she's going to keep being afraid of him, but just in the sense that she's going to become so exasperated that she's going to stop <laughs> being afraid of the hissing skeleton and be like, get the hell off our lawn! <laughs> you know what I mean? What are you? Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, the new nemesis. <laughs> the new nemesis Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> Dylan. He is the real... The Wi-Fi stiller. <laughs> Exactly, I'm about to send you a message. He is the actual, like, huge villain for the last adventure. Dylan. Dylan. (laughs) And this just happened right now. Yes, but... Yes, but... Headphones. What? Typity, 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 type. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Typing, typing. It was something theology, and I didn't know how to spell it, and I had to write the next thing too quick to ask. Was it the bit that was... Um, Prisca, I think it is. Prisca yeah. Theologia? Yeah. Or something? That's it. Pris... Yes, it is. Theologia. I just wrote it how I think it's spelled. All right. Oh, hey, I spelled it right. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> I knew reading random books on latin would help me with this game (laughs) mind you mind you the only book of latin i have is paleolithic latin but that's beside the point i just made my life more complicated with that thing with cypher right there that i've just been conversing but whatever Um, yep that um challenge oh no what is happening (laughs) what is happening cypher just say challenge accepted out loud Yep. Yes. Terrence yep. turns around and looks at her. What does he see? Yeah, what's she doing? She's just looking up into the sky. Challenge Cypher. And she has a quizzical sort of look on her face. Cypher, what's up? Really, what challenge? We have so many challenges right now. You just... Cypher, are you taunting God again? She's got her headphones on. She pulls one to the side. What's that? Are, are you challenging uh, the forces that be? I. Why? Why? Don't do that. That causes trouble. I swear I could have heard Everything's chalk scratching just now. Everything's bad enough as is, Cypher. No, 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 no. No? No, it's not? It's, it's not bad enough? Chill. Chill. It's, it's, a, it's a hacker thing. Uh, it's a hacker thing to yell... Challenge accepted at the sky. Exactly. I've seen her do it before. I mean, I'm gonna try not to worry about it. Anyway, I've got the number for this uh, Doctor Becca, the realtor. <laughs> Sounds kind of sketchy, huh. but so the, call her up. I, I think we should take the one closest to the That's graveyard. That's a three-bedroom one. Really? It's got you want to live closest to the graveyard. Blue. It's got a huge yard. It would be good for keeping chickens. If I can't live there, I get to help with the chickens. You can live there. No, I can't. That's that's not I, something that we decided. That's something that you decided by no, yourself. I didn't decide it. I can't. If I could, I would. You tell us why you can help with the chickens. She's complicated. Can't tell you. <laughs> And can't move. And can't help with chickens? Can't help with chickens. Like you could stop me, I'll break into your house. I'll ward it. It'll turn you into chicken feed. And then you'll help with the chickens. That's f- <laughs> fine. <laughs> I'm 
kidding. Ah, uh, we'll figure out your secrets one day, or you'll trust us enough to just tell us. I mean, geez. It's not like we wouldn't help. Can't. Can't. Like, actually can't? Are physically incapable? Uh, don't know about that. Haven't tried. Can't. Could you show up? <laughs> no. What would happen if we just found out on our own, and you had nothing to do about it? I don't know. I try not to think about it. <sighs> You live in a parallel universe. Huh. That is a new idea. I don't know if I like that better or vampire. Um, I keep coming up with these, though. They're pretty good. All right. I, I have a theory. If I'm right, don't say anything. Is another okay. entity of some form of living creature dependent on you? What? Is there another being who depends on you? Like Cypher? No, no, no. Like, like somebody we don't know about who you can't talk about because you can't. I don't know. <sighs> There's lots of people I can't talk about. Heck. Because I don't know most people in the world. Dang it, Ren. If I was right, you were supposed to not answer. Huh? I didn't answer. But what? <laughs> All right. Never mind. Terrence is going to call the number for Dr. Becca, the realtor. A brilliant doctor. What? A doctor selling houses? <laughs> I would like that to be the real estate tagline. A brilliant doctor. Well, the, the for rent board that's in front of this boarding house has a very confused looking woman with a slight frown. <laughs> it so that, they're not renting it out to carry out experiments on us? Is no. She? <laughs> is she wearing a white cloth? I doubt that. Well, maybe you'd better check the lease extra carefully, Cypher. Dr. Becker Realty. Hello. Um, I was just wondering if we could book an appointment to see this uh, boarding house beside the cemetery. It's for rent? Yes, of course. Excellent. Uh, when can we book a tour uh two o'clock tomorrow sounds good all right uh hey 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 terrence uh, ask her if she's got a doctorate <laughs> uh my potential roommate wants to know if you actually have a doctorate yes i do i am a secretary so i have a business doctorate very nice that's not a real doctorate Terrence, like, kind of holds the phone away from Cypher and hopes that Dr. <laughs> Becca didn't hear that. <laughs> to any viewers who have a business doctorate, Adam will take your complaints. The rent's just gone up, Cypher. Emily, you're not allowed to be a part of the apologetic department for this one. This is all Adam. Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I will hey, not I, apologize. I, I, like me, me personally, I have a master of business degree. Um, I, I do not support the views of Cipher. Going to start adding a disclaimer to the episodes. We do not support the views of Cipher. The views of our characters do not reflect the views of our players. Uh, exactly. Probably. Uh, when we say questionable things in our characters' voices, True. very specifically. 
Jeez. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. She's not going to let you keep chickens if you annoy her, Cypher. Oh, right. Uh, before I let you go, how do you feel about chicken coops? I would have to check. Pets are okay, but I'm not sure if that falls under pets. Well, it wouldn't be in the house. It would be in the yard. How about cats? Local. Cats um, You can't bring a cat into a house that you're not going to live in unless you're going to live in it. I'm not, but if I... Never mind. <laughs> Ren wants a kitten. How do you know I don't have one? Ooh. Could we entice Ooh. her to come over if we get a kitten? I think a kitten would be nice. Does Ren have a anyway, kitten? Anyway, uh, sorry, Dr. Becca. Um, we're a part of a local agriculture to bring good things to the... To the... Um, <laughs> to the section of this city. So, chickens would be good think about that before we come over tomorrow at two. Thank you, bye. Eggs! <laughs> We're local farmers, definitely <laughs> not criminals. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> fresh, fresh eggs. <laughs> fresh eggs. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's, that's and, it. And fresh eggs, not death. <laughs> that's, um... Fresh eggs, no crime. That's our motto here at mm-hmm. in- Whatever this is when called. We're, when we're not doing shadow runs, we're respectable farmers. <laughs> we really don't let the chickens loose in the graveyard to pluck at worms and grubs and things. To graze on the graveyard grass. That would, would be, be an amazing idea. idea. Free range graveyard chickens. Yeah. Well, chickens don't really eat grass. They eat bugs and worms and grubs and things. Oh, they'll eat grass. They'll eat mostly yeah. anything. They, yeah. They'll eat mice. Yeah. So we might have chickens. We might get a kitten. I must insist on a rescue, though. I don't want any of those, like, the conditions that those stores keep those poor animals under. I will not support it. Mm. If we're getting a kitten from a store, we're stealing it, Ren. I could steal a kitten. You'd have to keep it. I don't know if it would get along with mine. You do have a kitten. (gasps) She has a kitten. Maybe. We know things about you now. Confirmed. Or is it a it's tiger? Canon. It might be a From tiger. the parallel universe. <laughs> That's actually a Terrence doppelganger. Just started walking back to Mollus' house. And he's just like, oh, goodness. Um, it's all adding up. Actually, Terrence kind of stops partway through and he's like, I should probably go find out about the car and like what I can do about uh, things that are in it that are sellable if there's any money to be had I'll split it with you guys but I'm gonna how are you gonna it's got tires hmm? how are you gonna like transfer ownership to yourself though of the car man has a guy okay oh Cypher (laughs) Cypher wanted to do it (laughs) well if Fennyman's guy is having any issues with it I'm sure Cypher could help of course I could help I, uh... Did my microphone pick that up? Yes. Yes, Yes, it did. I I more sent it to the mechanic to fix the window and see about getting a new key and fix the wires I kind of must with. I don't know how much you know about old cars, Cypher. I'm sorry. Sorry about the window. How much do you know about old cars? 
cipher. Well, it doesn't help when that page refresh. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's go- um, she's looking it up right now. Well, <clears throat> to be honest, I've used to work on cars and tractors and stuff on when I used to be at Hull. Be at home? Is that what you said? Home. Um, but yeah, how do you know? You know, um, I, I get I used to jack cars all the time. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm not great at them, but you know, um, not in the driving sense. If it, if it had a jack that I could jack into and drive it, yeah, sure. But uh, if if I need to to know how to break into it and hotwire it and and um, you know fix it or you know get it started or if it ran out of fuel, yeah, sure. Change spark plugs, change the carburetor. I know, I know how to do all that sort of stuff. Huh. I only knew how to hotwire this particular car because it's my favorite car. Aside from that, I only know how to fix a lawnmower. I don't know how to fix anything, so... Well, I'm more boosting things like, you know, cars with a bit of style and class and speed. <laughs> <laughs> Terence wants to go back to Cornerstones to find out info about the car. He has talked to Cypher about making her his permanent mechanic for the car. <laughs> I, I was. We were in the middle of that conversation. Yep. Mm, yep. Because she seems really interested and mildly offended that Terry didn't immediately think of her, but Terry had no idea she knew about cars. He didn't know that. And he's like, you, you never told me. Oh. How could I have possibly known? Oh, I just thought it was common knowledge that, you know, everyone knew that I used to boost cars well, back in the day. You said you boosted yeah. cars, but you also said you boosted high-techy cars that you could, like, plug yourself into. You never said anything about old cars or tractors. That's cool. Well, it's th- the same principle, except it's just less technology. Uh, hence... Eh, more boring, I guess. If there's no computer in it, then, it's, you know, it's something that I'm, I'm not normally interested in doing. But, you know, uh, all cars have, you know, to, you know, to some extent, you know, they've all got the same parts, pretty much. It's just that the more advanced ones that I'm used to boosting, I just, you know, I can drive with a computer. Yeah. Well, um, I'm not going to lie. I mean, a grease and an oil change is no different than a grease and an oil change in a new one, except... Um, you know, uh, there's more computers and, uh, you know, uh, sensors and stuff you have to consider. But, yeah, if, if anything, it's a lot easier on the old machines, especially those big impalas, because the the engine bay is just so huge. you got more worm, uh, more area to work in, and, yeah. Yeah, well, my only request is that you don't make any um, big upgrades. So no electric push start? No. I like my keys. You don't have any keys yet. Well, yeah, but that was specifically requested. So, do you guys want to join me? Yes. Cypher? Uh, to, to do go what? To go see if the car is ready. Has keys in a new window. Oh. All okay. right. Terrence is going to call up George. Hello. Hey, George. Can you give us a lift back to Cornerstones? Oh, done? Yeah. Yeah, I can Excellent. do that. Thank you. Terrence uh, hangs up and then he's what? like, oh no. What is it? 
He's going to Mala's. That's where he thinks you are. Well, he's Terence isn't oh knowing about that because they're still pretty close to Mala's. I mean, the boarding house was right beside the cemetery. Um, Terence is oh knowing about. He's like, um, we're not going to need to call George so much. I mean, I am. Maybe. Well, you could, and I'm sure we would still sometimes anyway, especially if uh, we've been drinking because drinking and driving is bad. He looks at Cypher. Well, your car's... Technically, your car's kind of known. Yeah, if we want to be sneaky... That's true. I don't mean known as in, oh, it's that. It's just, it stands out. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't drive it on any, like, surreptitious missions or anything. 67. 67. So, yeah, old. 18 feet of Mm -hmm. badass. (laughs) It is such a cool car, though, seriously. So we're waiting for George, and George doesn't need to worry because we still need covert rides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just trying to point out it might not be a good idea necessarily to have the Impala on missions that you don't want to be known. Yeah. Especially <laughs> since we... But not- for all those missions where we do want to be known, Well, there's some that might not matter, J- you know? J- J- Jidway's going to put in his order. Impala. <laughs> 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 well, we, we want we want to have like Terence. Terence is talking. It's not me talking. He's like, we we have to build a little bit of a rapport at least with our employers that we're that we're strong and we're tough and scary people who can do stuff, right? Are we strong and tough and scary though? Heck yeah, especially with that car. Okay, George. All right, you be... Oh, there's George. Okay. I'm telling you this, and I don't want you to worry, because we're still going to call you lots for rides to jobs. But we now have a car that we can drive ourselves to meet with the employers so that we look put together. Don't worry, I still can't drive. That's totally fair enough. I still can't drive, and I'm not going to be living with them, so it's not like I can just get driven around we can either. Pick you up from wherever you decide you want to be picked up from. We have your phone number. Cornerstones. Yeah, see, put together. <laughs> I'm chauffeuring. Put together. Some teenage-looking girls around. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, we're super tough and scary, and whatever you said. Well, I mean, Cipher does have a shotgun, which she's not allowed to take mm-hmm. out of the bag in the cornerstones. No, but if it, it points uh, towards tough and scary anyway. There's nothing scarier than seeing a little teenage girl with a shotgun. All right, you be scary, I'll be complicated. <laughs> and I'll be fabulous. It'll work out. Excellent. Well, that sounds like a plan. I can just imagine George shaking his head in the driver's seat. <laughs> He's like, maybe I don't care if I don't have to drive you people. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, but currently we do need a ride back to Cornerstones, please. Right you are. Well, Cypher's getting in the taxi. Yeah, so is Ren. 
Terrence had already gotten in the taxi. That's how he was talking to George. So, <laughs> oh. I guess I guess we were Cipher and Ren were just chatting to each other outside other on the o- street. Outside. <laughs> so, well, uh, did you realize that? That Terrence has gotten in the car. We're still out here. Oh, oh really? Oh, we better get in the car before he gets we annoyed. Get in the car. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a lot of patience for you two, but I think it might be a hazard that George would just drive off. If I'm asking uh, for a destination, sorry. you two aren't getting in. Sorry, George. And he takes off once everyone's in. <laughs> Cypher, what would you name a chicken? You're gonna name them? Hmm. Why well, not? Um, they are food, you know that. You could still well, name yeah, them. Yeah, but then it'll be sad. It's like, oh, I'm eating... Well, you could just eat the eggs. You don't have to oh, eat the chickens. Um, mother clucker? Oh, okay. Mother, if if mother we clucker. get one that's, uh particularly um Princess Leia <laughs> get it? Leia yeah, yeah got it it's, it's a lay, laying, laying I'm just eggs. gonna let Cypher <laughs> and you take care of the naming of the chickens in the fantasy game Mr. Fennyman's chicken was the colonel <laughs> <laughs> and you arrive back at Cornerstones thank you George not a problem. Thank you. Teriyaki? Teriyaki? Oh. <laughs> I guess if you do want to eat it. Well, yeah, once they get old enough <sighs> and they're just at that... We can call No, them we're George. not going to name any of the chickens George. <laughs> that, that is where I'm putting my foot down. We're not naming the chickens after anyone we actually know. What about bad people? We could name all the chickens after bad people, and then if you eat them, it's fine. I'm not sure I want to eat any of the bad people that we've met either, so also no. That would just feel weird and kind of cannibal-y. Okay. Oh, are we here? Yep. Uh, Terrence is getting out of the car as he's talking about not wanting to associate chickens with people because that feels (laughs) cannibal-y. Yeah, it runs out of the car. And he goes into Cornerstones. What are you getting angry at me for? And there is a woman leaving, and she is Asian, and she has her long hair tied back in a ponytail, and she's wearing a expensive-looking suit and a coat, and she looks very intense, and you can mm-hmm. see um, that her legs and one arm is very fine cyberware. What is that group of uh, terrifying people called? Star? Lone Lone Star? She's not Lone Star, right? I don't know. I was thinking maybe somebody got a job. Maybe. Uh, Terrence continues into the bar. I hope she's not Lone Star. (laughs) Ren's starting to look quite concerned, actually. Is uh, Lambert or Fennyman around? Yep, both are. All right. Terrence goes over. 
Hiya. Uh, new customer? Yakuza. Y- oh, that's, that's fine then. fine. Better than Lone oh, Star. Well, depends on which side of the fence you happen to be on on their books. We're on the good side, right? Mm. We're on no side. Oh, that's dangerous. Which is good. It's it's good, but still dangerous. Um, she's one of their assassins. Oh. Sounding us out for uh, work. What kind of work? Don't know. All right. Huh. Well, our last job kind of exploded in our faces, so. Sort of literally. Sort of literally. Well, they're not the kind that accept failure. Ah. They wouldn't like us then. But I did say we don't do assassinations. Good. I wouldn't want to sign up for that, so no. Um. Any word on the Impala? Yeah. Yeah. You're looking at about three grand for <gasps> the rewiring, the key, the window, and a set of papers. Now, the set of papers, the only thing is, that's not going to be good online. If they do a check online, it's going to show the original owner. But if they don't, the papers will pass any eyeball test. Terence nods and looks over at Cypher. Cypher seems to be bouncing ahead to some music on her earphones. <laughs> She's got those things on Cyber. a lot more often these days. I know. I mean, if it... Oh, she notices T- Terrence looking at her and she pulls one earphone back. Uh, they say she- there's papers, but it's not good online. You think you can help with that? He's grinning at her. Her lips purse. She thinks... Looks like she's thinking. Her eyes roll up in her head. <laughs> I think I could do something for you. All right. It depends. Who was the previous owner? The guy who got disintegrated. Oh, so Mr. No Name. He had a uh, name. Yeah. We only had one name, though. Was it first or last? I had Topo. Yeah. Given the lack of... Because um, normally when, you know, people die. Uh-huh. Uh, things from the estate go, you know, go to either the family or to the crown. Um, in this case, I could probably set it up so that it was uh, made up as a sale, and I'll just backdate it a few days ago. I don't think it would go to the crown here in the United States, but oh, you don't have a crown here. Very specifically, not. We've got no. lots of queens and kings, but no crowns. There was kind of this whole thing where they're like, we don't want a king anymore. And then, yeah. There was a couple wars about it. Okay. Yeah. A while ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that that sounds good, though, Cypher. Thank you. Um. Well, she sits down at one of the tables and starts typing away. Fennyman, mm. I'm about to ask you for a really big favor. I'm not sh- He narrows his eyes. Oh. Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, you... You know I'm good for my favors, especially when they involve money. Uh-huh. Um, I would like to borrow some from you, about 2,500. And he looks over at Morticia, and she gives him a Becca frown. 
<laughs> and he's like, oh, all right. Oh, I, I didn't say no, did I? Yeah, all right. Terrence looks like extremely relieved and he's like, thank you. I'll get the money back to you as soon as I can. You're very nice, Mr. Funnyman. Yeah, don't forget that, eh? Never have. So, Cypher looks up. Online records are fixed, except um, the only thing that would be questionable is the bill of sale. Yeah? What's it say? Uh, sold to one... Well, I didn't know how much it was worth, so I put down 20 grand. The funny thing would be is if they investigated to try and find out where the 20 grand came from. Ah. Because you couldn't put it down as, you know, uh, a cheap, you know, two grand car. Obviously, it's not worth two grand. I'm assuming it's worth about... 20k. Terry's the expert. I mean, you couldn't have worked it out to be just a, a note that said he sold it or lost it in a bet. Lost it in a bet. <laughs> well, you, you want it to appear more yeah. legit, so... That's fair. Alright. Um. I mean, you, you could have yeah, depending if it if it was worth a, a lot more than that, if, if it was worth more than the twenty grand, then s- sure you can certainly say that. But um, you don't want to. I hear a chalk wall. Cipher's hearing chalk. Yes, they're changing the special board at Cornerstones. It's the scariest sound in this game. Yes. Um. All right. So anyway, it's all, all sorted. So Terence is going to give Fennyman 500 credits to cover the rest of the cost of the car. And he's going to tell Fennyman about uh, relocating himself and Cypher to near the cemetery. All right. And we'll have a car to get back here easily enough. And we'll call George when we need to be more covert, I guess. Yeah, fair enough. And they might have chickens. Okay. I don't know. Just felt like adding something. (laughs) Well, if you're ever short on eggs, I guess. We'll always take eggs. All right. Um, so that possible job, was it only assassinations? No, they're just, um, what do you call it? Basically a meet and greet. They were just sussing us out. Yeah, that's fair. In the business, we've made some uh, inroads. Hmm. We got noticed. Could you tell what they thought? Not really hard to tell with them. Hmm. It's a double-edged sword, this. We weren't really that on the notice before, right? You know? But now, done some good things. Hmm. You get noticed. Bigger players. Risky. Because mm. certainly to the Yakuza, we're expendable. <laughs> they definitely won't cover us like we try to cover ourselves. Yeah. And we're going to yeah. remember that. Mm. But we also don't want to be owing them any favours. No, that would be bad. So the meeting didn't go bad, if that's what you're asking. But I wouldn't necessarily say it's particularly... Uh, well, I don't want to say it's particularly good, because that, that makes it sound worse than it was, and it wasn't bad, but... Mm. It was just something. Just trying to be careful. Good idea. And they have their enemies. You get two in in bed with one, you, you automatically become enemies to another. And that's something none of us need. But we'll see. Hmm. It might be alright to do smaller things for them. Things that are important enough, but things they don't want to do themselves. 
don't want to turn down work, but I don't want you excessively risking yourselves. So we will see. That's fair. Man, we need some kind of legitimate sidekick to bring in some small change or something. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Well, something to think about anyway. Anything you guys... Maybe we can get hired can here. Get hired here. I don't think Cypher would get along with the rest of this staff. Um, well... Is there anything you guys want to do? Hmm. Don't know. Um, no. Um, I guess Cypher's probably going to head back to her apartment if nothing else is going to happen. Cypher. Hmm? You can fake a bunch of stuff online and whatever. How hard is it to make somebody look dead? Um, lay on the floor and stick your tongue out. Uh, I'll take a follow of you. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. Sure. That's not particularly uh, convincing, Lambert says. Well, I'll add in the blood and everything later. Excellent, excellent. But do you want to die? Wouldn't mind it. At, what at are we least. talking about here? Are you talking about file-wise? Are you saying images? Because Not images. That was Cypher's idea. That's Just why I'm asking. Because the thing is, Cypher, when life has left someone, it's very different than when they're not. And it's hard to capture that. So you're talking a file. Records. Yeah. Isn't it easier to disappear rather than die? Eh, maybe. Just wondering. I like a challenge. Well, you'll need some form of ID or something. You, you can't just get through everything with not having anything. <clears throat> I have an ID. Yeah, but you'd need a different one. No, I wouldn't. But if you were dead? Yeah, I'd be dead, but I wouldn't be dead. Well, but if you're showing around the idea of somebody who's dead, it's gonna ping. I wouldn't be. Lambert looks at Terry. I'm confused. Good. <sighs> Look, my ID would still be fine. Don't worry about it. I was just asking. This hypothetical situation is very confusing, Ren. It's only confusing if you think I'm using a real ID now. I could erase you completely. But you'd have to give the ID of what you wanted to Yeah, that's what I'm... I know. That's what I'm thinking about. That's why I'm just asking. Possibility for if it's necessary. That's fair. Why would it be necessary? Better safe than sorry. To do what? To disappear? Yeah. Are you in danger? (laughs) I don't know. Are you going to decide I'm a vampire and try and stab me? Uh, But you're friendly. Why would I stab you? (laughs) Malice said vampires aren't friendly. Generally. I'm fine. I was just wondering. It's a thing to think about. Oh. That is all. To, why? Why not? Are you worried about the Yakuza sniff? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that was a nervous laugh if I ever heard one. Call it idle curiosity. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I've made people disappear before. Oh, good to know. But I've, I've faked driver's licenses and yeah I mean I don't need that I've got that well you just name it and I'll do it okay if I need it I will let you know okay just let me know when yeah if I she's looking up at you 
if I need to, as if... I don't need right now. Oh, okay. So not right no, now. No, not right now. Because I, I got my laptop open right here. Okay, well, I'm fine for system. right now, but thank you. Is Cypher going to her apartment to do anything specific? No? Okay. No. Terrence is going to go to his apartment, and he is going to start working on some potions. Ah. And he is going to also go through his fabrics, <laughs> looking for uh, red silk and some evening gown. Nice black materials. Cool. He also has a pair of very fuzzy pink mittens. <laughs> and I will uh, I will do that stuff later. <sighs> Ren's going back to her apartment. To do secret to stuff. To do nothing in particular. <laughs> no. Everything no about secrets. that apartment is secret. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's common knowledge. <laughs> it's common knowledge that it's secret, yes. Oh. Yeah. It's not secret. Actually, look it up. She could try. And oh, so it's not. And the number no, of not. the apartment is Cypher's actual age. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Only Ren knows. How do you know that? <laughs> so does Ren know her the number? No, of her she apartment? doesn't. She's wandering around town every at the end of every yeah, day. Yeah, Ren doesn't actually have an apartment. She just pretends she does. <laughs> She keeps going to 21 and it's never right. Run <laughs> <laughs> uh, knows where she lives, yes. It would be strange if she didn't. Right? Shadowrun, a slice of life adventure in a dystopian future. Starring Becca as Terry the Mage. Raven Insane as Cypher the Hacker. Emily as Ren the Thief. Sarah as the Banshee Marla. And Ghost as the GM. The excellent Shadowrun is produced by Catalyst Game Labs. The Genesis rule set comes from Fantasy Flight Games. And many of the sounds and music comes from Sirenscape, which is an amazing tool for bringing more life to your game table. This has been a Crit Fail production.